Welcome to Park City Church. You're listening to our weekly message, where we hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know and follow Jesus and welcome and serve others. Thank you for tuning in. All right, well, it sounds like lots of lively discussion, so good encouragement. <laughs> so I, it sound, hopefully you were encouraged either by what you shared or what you heard from a neighbor. That's, that's great. I, I say for me, a word of encouragement that's been impactful has been uh, enjoy the journey. A real simple phrase, but one that has been very impactful. So whatever that phrase might be for you or whatever maybe you just heard from your neighbor, uh, just keep that in mind. Because today I, I want to share a, a word of encouragement from God that, um, you know, to his people that I think we can't hear enough. So we'll hopefully kind of circle back to that. Uh, so before we jump into the psalm this morning, uh, I'm going to start us in Isaiah. So uh, if you want to follow along, we'll go to Isaiah chapter 41, and I'll read uh, verse 10 for us. So uh, Isaiah 41:10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So this particular passage has been really meaningful to me in various stages of life, in moments of anxiety and uncertainty. Um, it's definitely been a place that I've turned to time and time again, particularly the words, do not fear, for I am with you. They're just so simple yet profoundly meaningful words and to give just a little bit of context to this verse in Isaiah uh, the chapter begins with God speaking to all the peoples of the earth it kind of sets up like the story in scripture he reveals his power and glory he says the ends of the earth saw him and feared but instead of turning toward him they turned away to idols the fear drove them from the living God and instead they created their own so it's it's this familiar story we see um, throughout the scripture but then God speaks to his people through Isaiah who are in exile at this time under the control of these idol worshiping nations in this case Babylon and then that's when he tells them do not fear for I am with you an awesome word of encouragement from God to his people he is with them he is their God he will help them and keep them it's a beautiful word an opportune time so uh, in a little bit of a moment of vulnerability here, I'll share that I'm not very well read, like many of you seem to be. But <laughs> I, I would say that I might be well listened, if that's a thing. So music plays a huge role in my life. I absolutely love listening to music. And, uh, you know, I don't just build playlists of greatest hits. I like to listen to albums, like the whole thing, straight through from start to finish. And my favorite albums are ones that are cohesive, and there's like a central theme carried through. Sometimes it's lyrical, uh, where a certain subject matter or story is central. Other times it's musical, where like a particular sound is explored. Uh, but the exploration of a consistent theme is really what like keeps me coming back to the same, um, yeah, albums over and over. And you know, these are called concept albums. So uh, some of you maybe have never heard of music. Uh, Others of you maybe love music and you know exactly what I'm talking about. You might be thinking of your favorite concept album as I speak. So I'll give some popular examples. So Sgt. Pepper's by the Beatles, classic concept album. Uh, maybe Desperado by the Eagles, uh, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. So you get a sense here of kind of where I'm at with concept albums. I'll share just a little bit about one of my favorites. It's by a band called Arcade Fire. 
and the album is called The Suburbs. So uh, as the name, you know, would lead you to believe it's all about the suburbs, which is a strange subject matter to write music about, but uh, it's just a fascinating exploration of the topic through different experiences, stories, different points of view, and the intricacies of like the relationship of each song to the next and how the same themes carry through um, really give it long-term listenability. And I feel like I discover something new like every time I listen. So 11 years later, it's still fresh, it's still great, uh, and I really enjoy listening to it. So I think the beauty of the concept album is that, that whether you listen from start to finish, jump in, in the middle, you'll catch a glimpse of the thread that ties it all together. There's an unmistakable and consistent message. And, you know, where am I going with this? Well, you know, just like a concept album, I might suggest that we see the same pattern throughout scripture as God addresses his people. There seems to be an unmistakable and consistent message from God throughout the Bible. Do not fear, for I am with you. So God speaks these words to the family through which he promises to bless the nations all the way back in Genesis, saying to Isaac, do not fear, for I am with you. God uses the same words of encouragement as he calls Joshua to lead Israel into the promised land. Do not fear, for I am with you. And again, we hear God's message to the people in exile in Isaiah 41. Do not fear, for I am with you. And Jesus even delivers the same message to Paul as he builds the early church. Do not fear, for I am with you. So as you interact with the scriptures, you'll see the same message in several other places. Whether you read from start to finish or jump in the middle, we see the same familiar words from God to his people, an unmistakable and consistent message that he can't say enough and we can't hear enough. Do not fear, for I am with you. So I shared earlier that enjoy the journey has proven to be a really meaningful word of wisdom to me uh, over the years. And I can think of a couple examples where this phrase kind of hit me in specific uh, times in my life. So my wife and I, Cass, just became homeowners last month. And uh, as you probably know, owning a home comes with like a lot of work. So uh, I'm just learning that. But some of you probably knew that years ago. But uh, there's just so many things you want to change and make your own and maintenance that needs to be done. And it can really just be a daunting like list of things to do. Uh, but Cass recently reminded me of this phrase that's become somewhat of a motto in our marriage, enjoy the journey. And it's, you know, not about an end goal or reaching a finish line, which is kind of a moving target with homeownership. So, uh, but really, you know, just enjoy the, the, all the in-betweens, you know, this is like we're living in the house now, we're living together. These are the moments that we can just enjoy. So that was a simple reminder to enjoy the process, and it was a timely and much-needed message for me. And, you know, a few years back, uh, the same phrase was meaningful to me. Again, I had the opportunity back when I was in college to travel to South Africa, put on these soccer camps all over the country, uh, and it was just an amazing experience as we got to put on tournaments, and uh, we really touched, like, every corner of the country, and um, it was beautiful, but it was also just a ton of driving. We like drove literally uh, over a thousand miles in the span of three weeks. Uh, so we spent a ton of time just in a caravan moving around and, um, you know, the roads, a lot of the roads were dirt. They were not very well maintained. So we had just a constant battle with flat tires. So um, there was really nothing more draining than to see an already six hour car trip 
get delayed even further as we sat on the side of the road waiting to begin a journey again. Uh, but again, somebody on our team used that same familiar phrase to me. We just need to enjoy the journey. And again, that phrase hit me and stuck with me as most of our trip was spent sitting inside of a van, sitting on the side of the road, waiting to get to our destination um, where we thought was going to be the joy and the fun. Uh, really, the journey was like 60% of our trip where we were just in these in-between moments. And uh, we did really just enjoy and embrace the time together. So uh, again, it was just a beautiful and timely word that impacted me in that moment. And just as this same phrase impacted me in completely different circumstances, I'd say that God's message seems to have a similar impact across different contexts. So let's just take a minute and consider all the different circumstances we've seen God speak these same words uh, this morning. So in Genesis 26, Isaac is experiencing a famine in the land and he's struggling to see how God's promise to him will be fulfilled there. And in that confusion of a lived experience that feels different than it should, or than God's promise, you know, he thought it would look like, God reassures Isaac of his faithfulness, again saying, do not fear for I am with you. When God called Joshua to lead Israel into the promised land, he faced the weight of filling Moses' shoes. And even under the enormous pressures of leadership, God offered the same words, do not fear for I am with you. And in Isaiah, when God's people were in exile, fearing they had been abandoned, God affirms his covenant relationship with them with the exact same phrase, do not fear, for I am with you. And when Paul was fearing for his life as he suffered abuse from the people in Corinth, God appeared to him in a vision, urging him to remain there and continue sharing the gospel. He used the same familiar phrase, do not fear, for I am with you. So as we consider all of the unique situations that God speaks into with the same phrase over and over again, I would suggest that God's response to your current circumstance is the same. Do not fear, for I am with you. So maybe you can relate to Isaac this morning, finding it hard to see how God could possibly be at work in your life when your lived experience feels different than it should or could be. Or maybe the pressures of life, work, and family are just crushing and the weight of leadership is heavy. God's words to Joshua for you. Maybe you relate to the people in exile where a real uncertainty of the future exists and you're having a hard time finding a glimmer of hope. Or maybe it's Paul that you can identify with if you're suffering physically, experiencing pain or lingering hardships with no end in sight. Whatever the particulars of your circumstance this morning, just know that God's message to you is this. Do not fear, for I am with you. Let those words just sink into your life, into your circumstance. Consider how God is speaking to you today. So as we uh, kind of wrap up here this morning, uh, we'll go back to the psalm that was read for us at the beginning. This psalm was written by David in a time of crisis. His opening words are, preserve me, O God. And it's likely that his life was in danger as he offered this prayer. But even in the time of extreme distress, we see David express some of the most beautiful language of joy and peace anywhere in the scriptures. So I, I want to draw our attention to verse 9. 
Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. I mean, it's just truly a beautiful picture of a heart resting in a sovereign God. But how does he bring himself to say that in a time when his life is in danger, in a moment of crisis? Well, let's look back at verse 8. So, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. I think David recognizes God's presence in this moment. And we see it again in verse 11. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. These are the words of someone who knows God is with him. He's taken God's message to heart. In his time of distress, David clings to God's presence and affirms it back to God in prayer. And we see the result, the fruits of his faith as he believes God. So I, I kind of think it can be easy for this truth to sink in on a bright Sunday morning surrounded by community. Yes, God is with us. I know that. But this truth really gets its legs in the dark, long night when we feel alone. And my prayer this morning is that God's words of encouragement to you would remain in your hearts through any dark and lonely nights that are ahead. And just like David, you could express fullness of joy and dwell secure, glorifying God as you trust in his presence. Thank you for listening to the Park City Church Podcast. To learn more about our church and or to find ways to get involved in our community, visit us at parkcitykc.com or follow us on social media at parkcitykc.com.